This is Defenders TV Podcast, episode 29, New York Comic Con 2015, that includes Jessica Jones and Daredevil season 2. Welcome back to Defenders TV Podcast, uh, episode 29, where we are covering everything to do with Marvel at New York Comic Con 2015. I'm one of your hosts, John. And I'm your other host, Derek. Yeah, really delighted for uh, for this trip to New York Comic Con. Gave us so much more Marvel coverage than we were expecting. Um, Big time. Yeah, yeah. Stuff we can't say too much about because yes. there is an embargo, in particular, the full episode of... Jessica Jones, episode one, that is going to air this November, all 13 episodes uh, on Netflix. It was such a surprise. We thought we were going to get little snippets, but we got the full episode, and it really, really, really good. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it a bit. Uh, we're definitely not going to go into spoilers for it, because we know how few people have actually seen the episode in all its glory at New York Comic Con. Um but we will go into our and, thoughts about it overall. Um, and we were told not to by Jeff Lowe. Absolutely. You know? I, He's quite clear that one of the reasons <laughs> why we get to see this, the people that um, are at New York Comic Con and who are in the panel, the reason we get to see it is because we keep shtum about the detail, that we can we can tweet, we can say how awesome it is or not, whatever your thoughts are. Mm-hmm. And you can do broad brush strokes, but don't give anything away about the plot, any of the twists and or anything else, um, because that's why they allow people in these panels who have queued up or have bought the tickets for New York Comic Con to see them. And same, I presume, with San Diego and any of the other uh, great uh, Comic Cons out there. So we are strict instructions from Jeff Loeb himself. Yes, who is basically the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. So uh, I, I give him a lot of respect. <laughs> there are many guys walking around in, uh, in uh, black suits uh, looking to take away people's phones and throw them out if they were recording footage from uh, from the panels and from the discussions that were going on and obviously of the of the pilot of Jessica Jones. So uh, we're delighted to have seen it definitely and we'll talk about it a little bit more as we go. So before we get into our coverage of uh, Marvel's panels at New York Comic Con, um, we do have a competition starting uh, on this episode of uh, of Defenders TV Podcast. Uh, very simple competition. All you got to do is provide us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or any other good podcast catcher that has a review function. Um, if you can't review us, pop us in an email to feedback at DefendersTVPodcast.com. Let us know your thoughts on any of the shows we've covered or any of the future shows, and we'll put you into uh, into the hat for some great prizes. What did we pick up when we were at New York Comic Con, John? We got the uh, Jessica Jones and Daredevil posters, mm-hmm. along with a double Agent Shield, Agent Carter poster as well. Yep. Plus, we also picked up a tie-in comic um, of Jessica Jones. It ties in with the the series being released in in November, and it's done by the same people that wrote Andrew Alias. That's Brian Michael Bendis as writer and Michael Gados as as the artist. So that's a really nice little introduction um, for for these characters. Uh, and the competition will run through to the release of Jessica Jones on Netflix and the start of our podcast reviews and chats and discussions about these episodes. And um, so please send in your reviews on iTunes and any other good podcast catchers and reviews to us through feedback at 
DefendersTVPodcast.com. But let's start off firstly with a little bit of an overall impression of New York Comic Con this year. Um, this is our second year attending New York Comic Con. Last year we covered it on our sister podcast, Gotham TV Podcast, uh, where we cover the TV show Gotham and all the DC coverage uh, at New York Comic Con last year. And this year on Gotham TV Podcast, we got to sit down with the cast of Gotham again for the second year in a row. Uh, John got to interview many of the cast over there. So if you want to hear those interviews and you follow Gotham, make sure you go to GothamTVPodcast.com slash iTunes to get that most recent episode. Or you can search us in any good podcast catcher for Gotham TV Podcast. And you can get those interviews and our thoughts on all the DC coverage that were over there. Um, but overall for New York Comic Con this year, John, what did you think of this year's lineup? I think from a Marvel perspective, it was absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Uh, in particular, the Marvel Netflix, Jessica Jones and Daredevil panels. Mm-hmm. They were really good. Um, you know, they had the cast there. Um, they had a full panel of cast and creators there. So that was really good. Obviously, the Agent Shields and Agent Carter elements, um, they did what they did last year where it was a double act of Jeff Loeb and Agent Coulson. Fantastic. And um, really good still, but you don't get the panel element. You're really being treated to, um, a sizzle reel of Agent Carter, and again, a full episode of the latest one that's currently about to, uh, or has aired at this stage uh, in the US, uh, was shown. Uh, and that's really, really cool as well. But with the Jessica Jones Daredevil, we got the panel. It was great to hear from Kristen Ritter, and it was great to hear from Charlie Cox as well. Yeah, but let's bring it back to the other show that we covered on Defenders TV podcast, Agent Carter. I'm sure people are really interested in uh, in hearing what we saw over there. So we got a quick intro from Agent Carter herself, Hayley Atwell, uh, joined by... James Darcy. James Darcy, yes. They were in LA, yeah. obviously. And uh, again, they were saying how um, Howard Stark will not be returning um, this season, season mm-hmm. two. Or is he? Because in true, true Hayley Atwell comedy form, it was all done on green screen, which you just didn't get whilst you're at the uh, at the panel uh, and they both walk into the screen and then you have Harrod Stark obviously played by um Dominic Cooper sweeping the floor of the set it's obviously all indoors it's not outside at all like you're led to believe whilst Haley and uh, and James are saying hi we hope you enjoy season 2 they're currently filming in um in LA so a really 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 good fun little thing which Absolutely. again you know with the whole dub smash going on at the moment uh, is true to form and absolutely great and then we were introduced to a nice little sizzle reel for season two yeah yeah it was a clip of uh of james darcy and uh and Haley atwell uh basically trying to decide which car they would take of howard stark's uh fun little scene actually where uh where, where we were shown all the gadgets that howard stark has in his car and unlike james bond these were all gadgets for um Seduction. Uh, yeah, seducing members of the opposite sex by the look of it. A uh, lot of good fun, little bits and pieces here. Uh, definitely a good comedy uh, between the two of them. They're definitely our favourite characters from the first season of the show. Definitely. Um, really good to see. And we were also treated to uh, a, a list of the new cast and the 
cast who are coming back from season one. In particular, despite the prank by Hayley Atwell, we will have Dominic Cooper returning mm-hmm. uh, to season two um, as Howard Stark. We were delighted to hear that Bridget Regan, who played one of our favourites from season one, Dottie Underwood, the Russian assassin that she will be returning. She is certainly hot on the heels of, of Peggy Carter in season two. Yeah, and we heard that Chad Michael Murray is returning, uh, this time as captain. Uh, and we will also see Enver Jokash uh, returning both from season one uh, of Agent Carter and both in captain positions, which is quite interesting. So uh, both got a promotion out of the uh, out of the um, defense of, uh, of New York. In season one. Yeah, maybe East East Coast, West Coast captains uh, here. So maybe a bit of uh, going back to New York, even though season two is primarily set in, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in terms of the, the new cast, one of the big standouts for me was that we will be seeing Mrs. Anna Jarvis. That's we, right. we had discussed how it was great not to see her and to have her off screen and referred to by Edwin. But, of course, we are delighted here that Lottie Verbeek is going to be playing Mrs. Anna Jarvis. It's quite cool. I think I'd even uh, I'd even said in season one, I was wondering whether Bridget Regan could possibly be um, be Annie, Anna Jarvis, that that was the reason she was being kept aside and that Jarvis had never actually met her during season one. So potentially that she was going to be uh, playing his wife and that could be the big twist for season two. But it uh, looks like that's not correct. That's not the case, no. All right, so as, as usual, my speculation is a little bit off. <laughs> <laughs> but we have three other new characters coming in for season two. We have Reggie Austin, who will be playing Jason Wilkes. Mm-hmm. We have Curry Graham, who will be playing Calvin Chadwick. And then finally, we have Wynne Everett, who will be playing Whitney Frost. That's right. Madam Mask, the uh, the big villain for season two, along with Bridget Regan, uh, is coming to join the show. So really interesting. Yeah, can't wait for season two, which will be next year, 2016. Uh, no date yet confirmed. Yeah, yeah, not a huge amount from uh, Ages of Shield other than the actual episode, as we said. Um, one thing I will say, if anybody has the opportunity to go to a convention like this where they show an episode for the first time, um, go see a Marvel one. Uh, the reactions of the audience to to a Marvel episode like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., a show that's been going on three years now and has some of the most ardent fans in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, really, uh, watching them and their reaction to some of the characters like Fitz and Simmons, who both appeared in this episode, um, huge reactions from the crowd, big ahs and big oohs, and uh, really enjoyable to watch with a big crowd. Yeah, it was fantastic, and we were basically treated to um, episode three, where we see the return of one of the big characters to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. universe. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious episode as well. Some really good yeah. fun in there. Uh, it's really good action. So uh, well worth checking out. I think that that returns in the UK and Ireland at the end of October. So uh, hopefully we'll get to see that episode again in November. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Really good fun. Um, so after that, John, what was our next Marvel panel? Um, we got to see the Lego Marvel Avengers panel on Saturday morning, which uh, will be of interest Honestly, I promise, uh, for those of you that are gamers uh, and those of you that are Agent Carter fans, because it was confirmed in this panel by uh, by the guys from TT Games that not only is Lego Marvel Avengers covering the Mar- Marvel Avengers Assemble movie to Marvel's Avengers Age of Ultron, uh, it's also covering some of the MCU movies in between, including 
some of the TV series in between. And we got to see a little Agent Carter level, which I thought was fantastic, uh, with all the voice work provided by Hayley Atwell, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, it's unlikely that we will see Daredevil there because obviously one of the things that the the developers from TT Games were saying is, is that, you know, at the end of the day, Lego games, whilst they're enjoyed by adults as much as children, is also designed primarily as a sofa game where you can pass the controller around amongst family members. And obviously Daredevil, as it aired on Netflix, um, is a darker version, a much bloody um, version of these these characters. So whilst we will still see Daredevil likely as a playable character, it won't necessarily, from what we gathered, be the Charlie Cox version of this character. But you never know. If it's taken out of context, um, as long as there's no particular storyline... As the guy from TT said himself, having a guy's head smashed to bits by a car door is not necessarily the way or direction that LEGO Games wants to take their franchise. Absolutely, and I totally agree with the decision, I must admit. Um, you know, the one thing that would be terrible for the LEGO Games is to encourage a six or seven year old to turn on Netflix and start watching Daredevil thinking this is the character from the computer game they just played. It's not, it's not made for them. It would be a terrible way for, um, for them to have that character used. It should be encouraging them to watch the Marvel movies that are made for them, obviously, and hopefully, hopefully read the comic books that have these characters. They definitely confirm that Jessica Jones will appear in the game, Luke Cage will appear, Iron Fist, and hundreds of other characters that uh, that people have been requesting. So really excited for that one. Yeah, and as as Derek said, we will get treated to cutscenes from um, Captain America: The First Avenger, The Winter Soldier. There was Thor: Dark World will be included. Mm-hmm. Iron Man Three will be included in it as well, as well as Avengers Assemble and Avengers: Age of Ultron, amongst others. And one of the other great things that we're going to get to see as well is Mechanized Stanley. <laughs> he will form his own mech suit from pencil holders, typewriters, and telephones. And he will be able to battle it out with the Iron Man Hulkbuster. This is Buster Stanley. Hulkbuster Stanley. Can't wait to see it. That was hilarious. And of course, there's all the smattering of the comedy and the, the pranking, you know, with the insertion of chickens and pigs and steaks and pork chops going on. <laughs> so really, again, it'll be a good, fun uh, game, which can't wait for, and is out early next year, January That's 2016. Right. That's right, and features all the voice cast. It's very similar to the way they did the uh, the Hobbit game, where they took the... the um, actual cast recording and put it over the top of their their brand of comedy and their brand of humor so that's really interesting but hearing again that Haley Atwell recorded additional voice work for her role uh, kind of like the way that uh, that Phil Coulson himself did for uh, the first Lego Marvel Avengers game or Lego Marvel game excuse me um he did all the cover all the additional recording for that so this time we get um Haley Atwell to do it uh, for for this game so really interesting they they showed as i said a, a kind of a flashback clip of uh, Peggy Carter in a kind of sepia colored uh, diner uh, directly out of the TV show you could definitely tell that it's being taken from that uh, i thought it was great fun really excited to see it and one of the other things that came out from the panel uh, from TT Games is their absolute dedication to making sure this is as authentic as possible and they talked about the uh, the room where they build every single item that's in the game is built by people who build Legos all day and that's the best job in the world um, that that's what they do uh, if it can't be built in Lego it can't go into the game is essentially where their their uh, their method of doing this so that was great fun 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so on to the big thing for us, which was definitely the Netflix Marvel panel in the main stage that looked at Jessica Jones and Daredevil. And one thing that will be remiss of us to say, we are Defenders TV podcast, and we got to see... The Defenders, as they are so far uh-huh. construed, that is Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage, played by Charlie Cox, Kristen Ritter, and Mike Coulter. It was great fun. The reaction from the hall was huge. What a well, moment. The, yeah, Jeff Loeb said he was going to get into trouble for doing this. He ran off stage and pulled out the three Defenders that are known about already and it was great and we were so happy to see this i mean the roof just exploded in this hall as they came out and then were quickly shuffled off back out as jeff Loeb kind of apologized to his colleagues in netflix um to say you know that's fine but now we're gonna make up for it and we went straight into um some sizzle reels of daredevil and not only a sizzle reel from Daredevil, not only a panel with the cast there, but also then the Jessica Jones panel with a full airing of the first episode of Jessica Jones that will be released with the other 12 in November. Literally, what are we talking about? Two weeks away? Three weeks away? So we can't wait for this. And whilst we can't say too much about the the episodes in details, we will give you a little um, summary of what we felt. Um, you know, we fainted, we whooped, <laughs> we clapped, we shouted. It was brilliant. Well, we, um, just, we just hop into that now. Let's uh, let's talk about it now yeah. because we're we're clearly chomping at the bit to talk about <laughs> it. Yes, uh, I think we've mentioned it a bit six times so far in the podcast. But uh, but yes, really big moment, really big surprise for the audience. Um, Jeff Loeb does this thing at New York Comic Con. He did it this year and last year, where he essentially pretends that he's forgotten to bring a clip along of the show and gets encouraged by one of the members of cast to show a bigger clip. Um, he did it last year with Agents of Shield. He did it on on Friday with the Agents of Shield panel again, and this time he did it with Christian Ritter. And she essentially said, well, why don't you show the guys the first episode? Um, so we got to see the first episode. So a couple of things to jump jumped out at me, I suppose, to, to talk about. Uh, number one is the opening titles, which I thought were really cool, really uh, noir, not as... Um, not as intense, I suppose, or not as, as immediately music-wise as attractive as the Daredevil soundtrack or the Daredevil theme tune. Um, it gets builds up quite a lot throughout the theme tune and gets much more uh, noirish and much more kind of seventies cool uh, by the end of the theme. So that was one thing that jumped and grander out to me. as well. It, it builds up from very small, humble beginnings and becomes bigger and bigger and more expansive as a piece of music. And it goes really well with the um, the, the the look of the opening credits which again are very different from daredevil yeah. so um I, I was pretty taken by them but i mean as an overall thought for me and here's here's a load of adjectives you know <laughs> this is neon and noir like i love the 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 private investigation feel and the, all the neon lighting it really adds huge atmosphere to to the episode and i mean this is again like daredevil brought the violence this is super sexy and sassy this is bringing um physical relationships certainly from the first episode uh much more to to the front but it is also really creepy really intense and is challenging and um, all i can say is that 
David Tennant couldn't be there, but he he, he um, popped a video because he's doing a, a play in London at the moment to say hi, and he thanked everyone, and he kind of introduced the first episode. And I have to say that what he brings to that first episode with the minuscule amount of screen time that he is given is quite frankly astonishingly amazing and i think that's all i can really say is yeah. that he hardly um is there very briefly but what he brings to the tenseness and the creepiness of that first episode is quite frankly like awesome it, yeah. it, it's brilliant and um, and it's like hats off to David Tennant, hats off to director and, and the other cast and crew who like make it feel like that. And um, definitely, uh, I thought that was amazing for me. And yeah. um, Melissa, uh, Melissa, Melissa Rosenberg was at the was at the panel, um, who's the showrunner for this show. I can really see what she's going for with it. And again, uh, one huge thing I would say, unfortunately, some idiot recorded. Some of this footage from season, uh, the episode one, popped it up on YouTube. I believe it's been taken down now. Hopefully it has been. Uh, don't watch it. Uh, I didn't watch it myself, but there's no possible way that watching a 20-minute version uh, edited from a phone on YouTube would give you any kind of feeling of how the show actually looks in its entirety. Avoid spoilers if you can if you can possibly for the episode i was pretty shocked that they actually showed a full episode uh, at new york comic-con i'm surprised how few spoilers have actually come out and i don't want to be the one to spoil it for anybody uh watch it in all its glory on november 20th we'll be there right with you and we'll have our podcast up that day uh, of our actual review of it and our actual thoughts of the episode so really looking forward to actually talking about it in depth especially with iron and chris who obviously couldn't come with us to new york uh to see it at comic-con um but yeah, we won't be spoiling it for them and we, we, we don't want to spoil it for anybody else because there's some really interesting stuff and it's a very different show to Daredevil already. Um, one thing that, w- that I would say is similar about it is it does feel like a pilot this first episode. It does feel like they're really are introducing you to a lot of characters throughout it. But remember, it's all coming out in the same day on Netflix, which the best part about, about it means Unlike us, you can just watch the second episode immediately afterwards. Uh, and I, I, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the main thing we want to convey is just how excellent it was and um, how kind of jaw-droppingly great and, and also <laughs> different from Daredevil. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not a copy and it's not the same. It's a different showrunner. It's a different take. You know, so um, it's an amazing introduction to a Marvel superhero that most people won't know about and in fact i would say hands up in all honesty i didn't know too much about until i knew about marvel netflix daredevil and i went out to to read some of the alias comics Mm -hmm. so if you want to know more about jessica jones in the few weeks that remain till um it airs on on netflix Go and search your local comic shop um, for for Alias or for some of the other Jessica Jones story arcs. Yeah, um, definitely. This... And you'll be surprised. You will you will really latch on to this lady. Yeah, yeah. This definitely feels like it is taken from Alias. There, um, there. At the comment that was made by Jeff Loeb was that he was talking to Brian Michael Bendis, who really did create the character of Jessica Jones and really gave her all of her characteristics. Uh, he was talking to him after showing him this pilot episode, and. 
he gave his absolute stamp of approval and said that this show is going exactly where he wanted it to go all those years ago, 15 years or so ago, uh, when he was originally thinking of the concept of bringing this to TV. Uh, they've taken it really well and it's it's well worth watching. We'll be talking all about that in about a month's time. Uh, but a couple of other things from the Daredevil panel. Um, we got to meet Electra, not just um for the first time absolutely and uh, that was really good fun she's uh she's an actress that i haven't actually seen anything else prior to this and um, but she commented on the fact that really the reason that she got the role was because she's a black belt in karate and could kick jeff Loeb's ass um, she knows her stuff and she <laughs> looked awesome in the quick sizzle um reel that we got of her yeah. which is now available up um on the youtube netflix's youtube um site yeah i'll make sure i put a link in the in the show notes yeah. for that so you can have a so look so you can check that out and of course we got to see the punisher as oh, well frank castle. Um, frank castle was there and it was really good to see john berntal uh, there um again seemed really humble um for for the character and honored to be to be representing Frank Castle in Daredevil season 2. Yeah, I'm not sure whether they've actually released this panel over on uh, Marvel Entertainment's YouTube channel. If they have, check it out because uh, I will definitely make a comment about John Bernthal. Um we saw him at the Walking Dead uh, premiere fan premiere I think on the Friday so the night before this uh, this Marvel panel and he was a really kind of big character a big you know open you know kind of i don't know arrogance not the word i'm looking for but um but a really big kind of american guy i suppose he was in madison square garden of course he had to be big and brash and open because he has an entire auditorium yeah. such as madison square gardens to fill um it was a different version of john Berntal. um here on the main stage. Yeah, um, yeah. He basically seemed to be really humble about the character. Seemed to be taking a lot of pride in uh, in playing the part of Frank Castle, who, if you don't know, and a lot of people don't know the Punisher character, but um, he's a character that's come back from war, has suffered some severe losses, and suffers the loss of his family. Um, John Bernthal's comment was, he knows how important this character is to the U.S. military, knows how important he is to the police and armed forces uh, in the U.S., and he'll respect that in his portrayal of the character, which kind is an interesting insight to the character for me um, he's not playing him like a, car- a comic book character anybody who's seen uh, Walking Dead the first two seasons at least uh, of the show will know how intense an actor John Bernthal is um, I can really see that he wants to bring that same intensity to the character but seems to be playing it with a bit of a different uh, spin on it than we've seen in the movies uh, in the past the three films that were made of The Punisher Um he seems to be taken very seriously and seems to be taking, uh, you know, very much what a lot of actors do, which is justify the essential essence of the character uh, in how you play it. So he doesn't sound like he's going to be um, uh, the, the just a, a big violent guy with guns. Uh, it sounds like he's got a lot of backstory to him that we hopefully will find out with, with season two. But he did say the word bag uh, on the sizzle reel, which had to be shown again because everyone was shouting, clapping, cheering so much during the first um, run of this sizzle reel, which kind of does look at the the plaudits for the season one and teases out these season two elements that no one could hear what he said. Everyone knew that he said something, but no one knew exactly what he said. And it definitely sounded like Beg. So... He's still a hard ass and he's still going to kick ass, but he is as well uh-huh. justifying that. Yeah, and we did have our, our dis- a discussion after the panel, obviously, to see if we could all work out what uh, 
what it was what was said in, in that we we've come up a bag i think um i was talking to david wang one of our listeners uh after uh, after the footage had been released and he believes the word is pay um or pain something like that so we'll just have to see uh, it was re- it was really interesting though exactly as Jonathan says um very much everybody thought it was a sizzle reel for season one everybody thought it was a uh, a big a promotional piece for season one so nobody was expecting when when the, it faded to black at the end of watch on netflix essentially uh, that we were going to get season two so the applause from the audience drowned out almost everything in the in the, uh, yeah. in the second part which was the season two trailer you get to see Electra put on her her mask and of course there's a great image of an x-ray um of the punisher's face and you get that classic sort of um skull look um really a nice twist on on the representation of the punisher's image really really cool and of course charlie cox is returning deborah ann wall is returning so is night nurse as well played by rosario dawson foggy's returning Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Sticks returning. It's going to be really, really interesting to see how they bring him back in season two. There was a really good interview with um, with Marco Ramirez, who is the new showrunner um, for season two. One of the two new showrunners, actually, for season two. Uh, he was really interesting to hear his thoughts on it. Uh, essentially, he was saying that he worked very closely with uh, Stephen DeKnight, um, who was the showrunner for season one, uh, and Drew Goddard, um, when they were setting up the show. And very much, they were coming at uh, at Marvel from a completely different way of looking at it. Didn't realize there was an audience for a show of this uh, adult in nature. Didn't realize they were going to have the kind of plaudits that they got for season one and the viewers that they got for season one. They definitely announced that this is one of the biggest shows Netflix has ever had. Um, nobody knows what that means in actual number terms. Um, but by having all of that and all the great responses they got from the audience, what they've essentially said is now they know. Now they know how far they can push it and look out season two is going to be a big one. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, really good. And he basically also said, you know, this is developing, this is uh, the existing characters setting up new ones. And now that they've got the world created by Stephen DeKnight and Drew Goddard, that they can push those envelopes and play in it further. So it'll be absolutely excellent to see um, if the quality remains the same. This will be an awesome season two. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, I think that's it for the Daredevil and, and Jessica Jones panel. Uh, just suffice to say, obviously, the full cast were at the Jessica Jones panel. It was really cool to see Mike Coulter, who's playing Luke Cage, uh, sit on the panel and have a chat with all, with everybody around him. He's already confirmed that he started filming Luke Cage, which I thought was uh, very interesting. Uh, he he says he's only, he only appears in a portion of uh, Jessica Jones, the series. Uh, we did see a little bit of him in uh, in episode one. Um, so that was quite cool. Carrie Ann Moss was also there on the panel, um, who will be a great new addition to the cast and will, again, further push uh, the boundaries and the envelope of, of what to expect from a Marvel-Netflix collaboration. Really, really good. Yeah, and again, interesting hearing her speak of it, very much talking about uh, Jessica Jones in terms of a new kick-ass female character she was very lucky she said to play the part of a really kick-ass female character back in the in her days in the matrix which we all remember her from uh, and she's she's looking at uh, this new version of a kick-ass female character uh, she says in christian ritter and really saying that uh that she's taken the mantle from those older uh characters if you can say older um and uh and taking it forward and uh, yeah i definitely would agree with her on that it was really cool 
it was a really, really good panel. And I think, uh, you know, with that, I think that's our Marvel section from New York Comic Con 2015. If you want to find and listen to our Jessica Jones coverage, which will be kicking off on its release in November by Netflix, remember, just go to us at defenderstvpodcast.com forward slash iTunes or you can listen to us on the website at www.defenderstvpodcast.com you can also uh, listen to us on any other good podcast catcher such as Beyond Pod, Player FM Podcast Addict or Stitcher just search Defenders TV Podcast we are on uh, Twitter at DefendersCast and you can join our Facebook page uh, and group. Again, just search Defenders TV Podcast. And while you're checking out those episodes on uh, on iTunes, while you're waiting for Jessica Jones, make sure you check out our episodes all about Daredevil. We did do the entire first season of Daredevil. We covered Agent Carter on our episodes. So if this is your first time listening to us, make sure you go back and listen to our old episodes so you get an idea of the format and how we cover uh, our shows coming up to Jessica Jones. So if you want to hear all our coverage of New York Comic Con, including Gotham, including The Walking Dead, along with Defenders, you can also catch that at tvpodcastindustries.com forward slash iTunes. Or again, you can hear it on the website at www.tvpodcastindustries.com. I think one final thing for me is that we also got to meet Robin from Defenders Podcast, um, which was great. Uh, really good chap. Really nice to, to meet him. Glad he made it safely back to um, Vermont after his four days at New York Comic Con uh, along with, with ourselves. And hopefully we'll get to meet other members of that Marvel Netflix podcast too. Yeah, and while we were there, we also got to meet um, the owner of the Twitter handle Daredevil Room. Uh, not, Absolutely. Not sure whether she wants us to share her name, so I'm not going to, but um, really a pleasure to meet uh, meet up with some fellow Daredevil fans and the excitement after the Jessica Jones reveal and the footage for season two of Daredevil was palpable between the four of us nerding out at New York Comic Con, which yeah. is the best thing to do when you're at a Comic Con anyway. Um, yeah. Definitely. Exactly. Yes. We put all the caffeine huggers at Starbucks to shame. We looked more <laughs> caffeined out than than they did because we were truly uh, excited. Uh, obviously, make sure you enter our competition to win those wonderful prizes. The original artwork of uh, of Jessica Jones for Netflix, the artwork of, of Daredevil for Netflix, which we picked up at New York Comic Con. I'm sure you've seen those images around. We also got the poster for Agent Carter Season 2 for uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3. And that tie-in comic, which ties together the world of Daredevil on Netflix and Jessica Jones on Netflix, as John mentioned earlier on, written by Brian Michael Bendis and by Michael Gedos. All you have to do is just send in a review to us on iTunes, defenderstvpodcast.com slash iTunes, or review us on any other good podcast catcher, and send us in your feedback to feedback at defenderstvpodcast.com. So thank you so much for listening. We will be back for the Marvel Netflix Jessica Jones podcast coverage from ourselves at Defenders TV Podcast with also Chris and Irene. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.